0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, um, Irish citizen Khalid El Estal is hoping his children will make the list of Irish citizens allowed to leave Gaza. Uh, Khalid's wife and mother have already been killed in the conflict. Uh, Khalid joins us now. Uh, thank you indeed for talking to us, uh, Khalid. Um, where are your children currently?
1: Yeah, the, I have a good news, which is they are in Lapa crossing board and they, they are on the list tonight. They contacted me from Foreign Affairs.
0: That, and that, that's fantastic me. news. So, so they are yeah, about yes. to—they are about to cross. Tell us where—where yeah, where are they about to cross?
1: They are now trying to cross from Rafah, boarding a crossing board for, from Rafah to the Egyptian side.
0: Oh, you must yeah. be hugely relieved.
1: Yeah, of course I am. I, I, I—you I, know—I was, I was hoping my wife could do it with them, but yeah, at least that's what very well to take
0: care of the children. Uh, our, so, our, 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 I, I'm so sorry to hear of what happened to your wife and mother. Uh, you have been through you've been through yeah, hell, brother, he, hell course, and you're I'm sorry back. as well, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you've been my, through hell and back um, and I can understand that for you at this stage everything is about get, getting your children to safety. Tell us uh, tell us, uh, what ages are, are your children?
1: I have two kids I have uh, Sarah she's only 1 year and Ali he's my son he's 4 years old he will be 4 in the, two, the 22nd of this month and his mom was killed in the 1st of this month
0: Okay uh, and you had to you had to leave Gaza in order to find work basically is that is that correct
1: Yeah you know I I have a master degree in physics but uh, it's very difficult in Gaza to find a job. I am very sure. Very difficult. So I left them to Saudi Arabia. I was working in Saudi Arabia as a graphic designer. Um, and it was for one year, one whole year, I didn't see any one of them. My, my mother, she, she died, and I didn't see her, my wife, for one whole year.
0: That That is incredibly difficult. Uh, when are you hoping to be reunited with your children?
1: Okay. Uh, I hope soon I hope soon because they must like it be in two or three days here in Ireland which is I am um, yeah of course I feel pain but I'm really excited I feel happy to see them again I, I'm sure yeah uh,
0: do you see them living here in Ireland in, uh, in the future course, is, is yeah. that the plan
1: yeah that's the plan of course that's the plan to live here yeah, I, I am as well. Uh, you know, I I love this country. I was killing all the people. You know, I when 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 things happened, the bombing in our house, with my mother and the death of my brother also, and my wife. She was injured. She was like terribly injured. She was sixty percent burnt. Her face, her yeah. Uh, so I moved to Turkey to 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 be with my cousins but uh I, I was afraid to come here you know because i don't know anyone but when i came here to ireland it was oh that's really better than being w- even with my cousins because the people here are, are amazing Everyone's trying to give support mm. yeah this this country is amazing i i hope i will i would bring the children and i would teach them the culture i will teach him the language
0: uh, that's, yeah, that's lovely that's, that's lovely point. to hear uh, Khalid. um yeah. it, it, two uh, quick questions be, before we we let you go um yeah. it, it, I, what was it diplomatic efforts by the irish government by the irish diplomatic services w- were they important in in getting your yeah, children out? yeah yeah
1: really, i really i want to thank them i want to thank them of course you know, in the in the in the start, we was like they issued everything for my wife and for my children. The people from foreign affairs, there's someone who's called Patrick. I want to thank him a lot. He tried his best, and they did everything, even for my wife in the first place. And now they did everything. Yeah, that's nice I to hear. And uh, I, 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 I know uh, it's sure. it's
0: it's your son's birthday next week, November 22nd. 22nd yeah. After everything you've been through, it'll be of some consolation to you and your family that you'll be there with him for your for his birthday.
1: Yeah, I will be there. I will celebrate his birthday for my wife, for my wife, because it's like, that's our month, you know, he was my first, he was my first, uh, he was our first child. In, in the whole family, you know, my 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 uh, I was the first one to have a child in my family. The same for her. For her, and for her family, it was like something special for us. I will celebrate that. And I remember my wife. I will keep all the time talking about her, all the time telling everyone how, how beautiful she was, how talented she was, how great she was as a wife, as... As a daughter, yeah, and as a mom, she was, she was amazing. She was amazing, yeah.
0: Khalid, uh, thank you so much for talking to us. Our our, our deepest condolences to you uh, at the your 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 losses, but we're we share in your happiness this morning that you will be reunited uh, with your kids. Um, you you've spoken with extraordinary dignity. Thank you so much for speaking to us, uh, Khalid El Astal. Uh, they're speaking to us with that breaking news that his his two beloved children are going to are about to cross uh, the border uh, and uh, to safety, and he will be reunited with them, which is obviously uh, good news. Um, now, a little earlier, I caught up with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner of the Israeli Defense Forces. Um, of course, as you're aware, Israeli troops entered Gaza's Al-Shifa Hospital um, in a raid on Hamas yesterday. I began by asking Peter, could he give us the latest on uh, their ground troops at Al-Shifa Hospital?
2: Sure. The Al-Shifa Hospital uh, operation is ongoing. We are... Focusing on different uh, structures, uh, suspicious uh, locations in order to reveal uh, what we believe is Hamas command control positions. What we've uh, been talking about over the last uh, month or so publicly, but also in the past. Uh, We're doing so in a way that uh, separates the patients and uh, uh, medical staff from the operation. We have uh, specific trained uh, soldiers and officers Uh, both Arabic speakers and also medical staff, uh, to facilitate that in order to distinguish between the civilians and uh, the potential terrorists. Uh, Yesterday, we, last night, uh, revealed lots of uh, ammunition, uh, some rifles, uniforms that clearly indicate that Hamas have been on the location. It's important to understand, obviously, that, like we've been talking to you uh, about uh, Shifa Hospital so Hamas hasn't been passive in this and they've been obviously preparing for this day.
0: Okay, uh, Just uh, the, the cachet of weapons found, it, it doesn't really suggest that this was a, a major operations centre for Havas, uh, Hamas as had been claimed uh, by the uh, Israeli government. It, it seemed to be a pretty small cachet of, of weapons there. I
2: mean, is there any reason weapons should be in a hospital? I'd say that from our perspective, we are still scratching the surface of what we know. As we can, and I understand obviously the the interest and intrigue about uh, what's going on in the hospital. As we can, we will make more information available.
0: Yeah, just uh, quoting the UN, uh, the United Nations aid chief uh, Martin Griffiths, uh, writing on social media: hospitals are not battlegrounds. A lot of people would say the protection of newborns, patients, medical staff, that, that has to override everything. And that when you look at the cachet of weapons discovered, it doesn't necessarily, it, it doesn't justify uh, a military operation against a hospital.
2: I, I would agree completely with him. Unfortunately, Hamas chose this battleground. Hamas chose to instu- to institutionalise. Its terrorist activities and locate its infrastructure within medical facilities well
0: i, I and I, I don't want to get too bogged down at this point, Peter, but I have to put it to you again the the cachet of arms you found does not suggest that this was a major operational uh, nerve center for Hamas as you as you had as you had claimed in the run-up
2: to this I would argue that there is no business for weapons being any in any hospital when Hamas terrorists decided to re- take off their uniforms, leave them on the ground, and join the civilian arena, that also implies something. I think you need to be very cautious with the way you're judging it through your... I
0: know, I'm just asking questions. Uh, uh,
2: the the other the, uh, criticism question, I've heard can made... The same question Time and time again, I will say, when we're saying we're scratching the surface, or when we say we revealed in the Rantisi Hospital a command and control position where pe- people, where uh, apparently it appears that abduct, some of the hostages were held, then we realise it's you know, it, Hamas is an institutionalized terrorist organization. They strategically position their activities within the civilian arena. They strategically located themselves in the Rantisi Hospital, and I would say in, in the Shifa Hospital as well. And we will reveal once we can, you know, there are oper- operational constraints. The operation is still underway. There are still forces okay. at the Shifa location. We need to be, I know it's hard. We need to be a bit more patient. You know, this happened in, in now, we're in 36 hours into the operation we need to be a bit more patient because they've had 16 years to plan for this in terms of, in terms of future operations reports overnight about leaflet
0: drops uh, in uh, in in areas of southern gaza telling people that they're going to have to leave people saying "Well, hang on a second a lot of the people in these cities are people who moved from northern gaza because they were advised by the israeli government that they should uh, leave uh, like where are those people meant to go at this stage because there is already a humanitarian crisis uh, in southern Gaza. There's already people rammed in there, living in places that they weren't living a few short weeks ago.
2: Yeah, Shane. the The reality is that Hamas is everywhere, and so we need to be able to operate. and That's why, if we're sending people warnings, then then they should listen well, to. Where do they go, Peter? And, and indeed, on those warnings, I think there is some instructions, but I can't confirm that we're mobilizing. I can't confirm that an operation is ongoing in the south. We are, have been targeting specific locations where we know Hamas are hiding out or planning to conduct attacks in the south, but I can't confirm anything.
0: No, and that's totally understandable. But I suppose my question is, where do those people go at this stage?
2: If, pe- if we're telling from specific areas to move from specific areas, there are other areas to go.
0: Uh, I would have thought the, that that area is getting smaller and smaller. Uh, just very, very finally, uh, the UN Security Council uh, uh, calling for an urgent extended uh, humanitarian pauses to allow uh, aid in and uh, a vote on that being successful. Is that something that the Israeli government are uh, mindful of? Is it something that the Israeli government will um, allow happen?
2: The IDF is uh, operating in accordance to, obviously, the instructions of the government. The war that we were forced into on the 7th of October uh, was a war that Hamas decided to engage and brutally murder uh, 1,200 Israelis and foreign nationals and abduct... Yeah, 200-
0: no, I understand, Peter, but that's that's not okay. the question I asked. The IDF you.
2: operation will, on, will go on as long as we, until we are... Uh, successful in completing our mission and dismantling and destroying Hamas. Is
0: that a no to the UN Security Council? Um,
2: when, when we are listening, and I would say we're very attentive to the international community, to the international organisations, uh, and I'm sure the diplomats will conduct the diplomacy, the war fighters conduct, conduct the war.
0: And that was Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner of the Israeli Defence Forces uh, talking to me just before we came on air this morning.